All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights, the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host and I'm so grateful that you're here joining me today learning about mergers and acquisitions. That is the topic of the day. We're going through all of the basics of M&As and yeah, it's a big part of what bakers do. So it's really important to get all this stuff down. And we've been talking we've been talking a lot lately about synergies. We've been talking about cost synergies, revenue synergies. And just as a quick recap, what are these two things? Well, revenue synergies refer to things like cross-selling or upselling customers or maybe expanding a geographic footprint of the combined company in order to kind of get the revenue to grow at a rate that's faster than it otherwise would be if you were to just add up the revenue of company A and company B. So that's what revenue synergies are. Cost synergies refer to things like consolidation and reducing redundant expenses. You see this all the time in corporate America, especially in large corporations that are trying to improve their margins and just incrementally improve their earnings and earnings per share. They're always looking for ways to reduce overhead, reduce um, uh, reduce redundancy, and have consolidation. And so you'll see this in things like the property plant and equipment, the PP&E of the firm, You'll see this in things like the workforce. This is why people get laid off. People get laid off so the company can save money. That's, that's really what it is. And it also happens in terms of technology. New technologies can come out that can make the old way of doing things uh, completely obsolete. And it's way more cost efficient to leverage existing technologies in order to make a company more profitable and ultimately more efficient. So those are some things that we can think about in terms of cost synergies. And the question for today is this, are revenue or cost synergies more important? When we're thinking about this in terms of our modeling, is there one that kind of has sway over the other? Let's talk about this. Well, the thing about revenue synergies, starting with revenue synergies for a moment, is that they're really hard to quantify. I mean, how do you accurately estimate the amount, for example, of upselling that you can do with a combined customer base? I mean, it's pretty difficult to model this out accurately. If you think about owning a company and let's say you acquire a smaller company, what kind of revenue synergies could you actually expect? I mean, is there maybe some best practices between the two sales forces of the two companies that they can leverage with each other to get better at selling? I mean, maybe, but the thing is, all these things are very big maybes. There's definitely no guarantee when it comes to synergies, especially revenue synergies. But now let's, let's turn our attention to cost synergies. Now, by contrast, they're a little bit more concrete, right? Because you can see how removing redundant factories reduces costs. For example, if you have company A that runs a factory that makes a certain widget, and you have company B that makes the same type of widget. And if you just kind of shut down one and expanded the capacity of the other, well, now you only need one factory. You only have to pay property taxes on one building. You only have to uh, pay for maintenance and upgrades on a single factory. 
You can have a more efficient workforce where people are only traveling to one location. There's all these different things that you can save money on by consolidating. And especially, I think this is kind of easier, at least for me, to visualize with kind of a physical asset like a factory. So that's an example of a cost synergy. And they're a little bit more concrete than revenue synergies. So yeah, cost synergies are probably a little bit more important than revenue synergies. However, there's this big caveat to this whole discussion, which is that there's still no guarantee that any synergies will actually be realized at all. <laughs> like we don't actually know if companies are going to save money in this synergistic way and accretion is actually going to happen. We kind of have to wait and see. All these things are doing is building assumptions into a model because a model is predicting the future. That's what a model is for. We're trying to predict the future in a reasonable, logical way using numbers. And it's just really hard to do that. <laughs> so sometimes you're going to be wrong and other people who create models are going to be wrong too. And so you kind of just have to wait and see. There's no guarantee that synergies will be realized. You could have a situation where a business combines with another business that you know, they're still operating effectively as two separate businesses, but they just happen to share the same corporate brand name. <laughs> that happens all the time. So that's not really synergistic. You just kind of added one plus one to get two. And that's fine for what it is, but it's not the same thing as a synergy where you have a one plus one equals three situation where you get leverage. So that's what's going on in terms of revenue or cost synergies. I mean, yeah, the cost synergies are probably a little bit more important, but remember, take this whole synergy concept with a huge grain of salt because you're going to read press releases as an investment banker and you can look at press releases right now, even if you're not in banking, and just read through how, how management has glowing reviews of their future, of their future cost savings. <laughs> and then you can kind of look in the future and see like, okay, what actually happened here? Did this company save money? You can look at the financials and you can see if the deal was actually accretive or if it was dilutive. So yeah, so that's, that's something that you can always look at. Um, but that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. I'm Alex Mason, your host. Thanks so much for showing the love. Thanks for, thanks for the five-star ratings. Thanks for the reviews. I really love it. I appreciate it. I'm grateful for you and your time and attention. And we're going to be continuing this conversation next time. We're going to be talking about the different currencies that a company can use for an acquisition. That's going to be in the next episode. So join me there. I'll see you later.